Eagle looking great. Here we go. Hello, everybody, and welcome back for another episode of the Sci-Fi Wise Guys. I am your hybrid host, Chris. And I'm your bite-hiding host, Anthony. <laughs> He's a bite-hider. Yes. <laughs> I mean, if you, yeah, 100%. <laughs> nah, the zombie apocalypse like a bit. You think so? Yeah. Nah, man. I'm jumping off a cliff somewhere. And then just being a zombie at the bottom of a cliff? Yeah, with my broken bones. Like, oh. <laughs> uh, well, if you're tuning in for the first time, sorry for that weird intro. Here on the Sci-Fi Wise Guys, sorry. we watch and review science fiction and science fiction adjacent movies, television shows, inter- visual entertainment media. It's got moving pictures, people talking. Sometimes Nicolas Cage doesn't say a word, but we're going to watch it and we're going to review it. Yeah, so uh, it's, a, it's a good intro. How was your uh, weekend so far, buddy? Saturday morning? Saturday morning. I... I... I've been up making, chopping up vegetables for a pot roast mm. for this evening. Uh, but I'm more more interested in you, Christopher, because oh, I, I see. see that you're wearing a work shirt on a mm-hmm. Saturday morning. Is that just an incident, or like like did you just grab the first shirt you saw, or did you have to do any work today? Technically, this is the shirt that I wore yesterday, <laughs> and sometimes okay. it's also my pajama shirt. And then and so, your early Saturday morning shirt. So I, I got up, got some coffee, mm-hmm, walked the mm-hmm. pup, hung out with the wife. And then I was like, you know what? I'm not going to change. <laughs> so have you ever thought I, maybe you should change, Chris? Maybe you should. You know, uh, I am, uh, I'm not the man I used to be. <laughs> it's a reference, uh, a, a song by someone whose name I don't remember. Uh, but on this particular morning, no, I don't have to change because it's the, the freaking weekend. And I'm about to have me some fun. Yeah. Ooh, we can't. Ooh, R. Kelly, bad, bad R. Kelly. Can't reference him anymore. The internet will get. Yeah, bad. you shouldn't have referenced him ever to begin with. <laughs> uh, he wasn't that good to begin with. Other than that, no, I don't have anything else going on this weekend. I have this with you, and then it's just some relaxation. I had a pretty, I had a short week last week. I had a four day weekend last weekend. Mm-hmm. Uh, company gave us the Friday off, and then I had the the was it is it Labor Day? Mm-hmm. I had Labor Day off, and you had this Friday off too, right? No, I did not. Oh, you. I oh, worked so, yesterday. Okay. So I remember you told me you had two weekends off, yeah, two Fridays last, off. Last okay. two, the, not yesterday, but the two before. Yeah. Sure. Like the one before Labor Day weekend and the one of. Uh, but even with that four-day weekend and the short week before that, this past week beat the crap out of me. Uh, mm. Just I think like all the work kind of catching up, you know. See. Uh, so uh, I'm looking forward to doing nothing. Uh, I, uh, As you should. Bef- I, I want to... Just to extend this section of the podcast, the part where everyone skips because they don't give a shit about me or you, and they're here for our <laughs> crappy takes here in about five minutes. Uh, I went to an arcade last night. Is it that one downtown? There is. there. So yes and no, because it's probably not the one you're thinking of. Uh, so there's a barcade that just opened up downtown. Mm-hmm. I'll edit out that name so I'm not doxing it. They are not great. Uh, mm. it was just kind of like, there's no cover and the games are all free, but the game, like most of them, the ones I wanted are, were broken. It just seemed a little run down, whatever. There's another bar downtown up the street from it that, uh, I say it's a bar. I think it's maybe, maybe more of a, I don't know. They just serve beer and I don't think they serve liquor there and uh, they have food, Okay, but they, they had a back room that was empty for a long, long time and they filled it up with arcade games and pinball machines and mm. it's uh 12 bucks. And then it's free play. Like you get it like a little wristband and you can walk back and forth and take your food and drinks back there. Um, a lot of really good games. I played a little Marvel vs. Capcom, some NBA Jam. 
played the Star Wars pinball machine. Is there Street uh, Fighter 3 there? There's no Street Fighter 3. There, we played Mortal Kombat. We played Mortal Kombat. But Mortal no Kombat. Mortal Kombat. <laughs> um, they had Primal Rage. They had a big Primal Rage machine. Huh. Yeah. Overrated. Uh, some, some classics, of course. I played Super Mario Brothers. I was like, this is an arcade game? This is crazy. The, like, are uh, you, did you play Mario Brothers or Super Mario Brothers? The one in the... When they're in their paint no, factory? No, Super, Super Mario Brothers, like from okay. the NES. Ah, okay. But it, it was made harder. They there were uh, they took away like most of the power-ups mm, and replaced okay. one-ups with power-ups. I guess trying to eat my quarters that didn't exist in this case. Mm. But no, it was a lot of fun. Uh, I highly okay. recommend it. I'll let you know where it's at when we're off air. I don't have okay. to bleep out names of places. I, uh, I went to a pinball arcade in Austin once called Pinballers. Nice. Not that I'm particularly interested in pinball. Sure. Um, but it was just, it's fun. I'd never been to one. And I bought a shirt there because, you know, yeah, buy shirts to the places you go. Well, I made the mistake of wearing that shirt at my then job. Uh And then some guy was like, oh, you've been to pinballers. And I was like, yeah, I've been there a few times. And he was like, cool, that's really neat. And then he starts just talking to me about pinball. And and I don't remember the guy's name, but I was like, hey, man, look, I'm not the biggest fan of it. I I bought the shirt because I was there and I wanted to support the business. And he was like, oh, okay, cool. Um. And I thought that was the end of that, right? Mm-hmm, like, mm-hmm. you know, normally most people would pick up the social cue. Like, you know, he doesn't know anything. He's a, he, he just has the shirt. Well, just like for the rest of the time I worked there, this guy would be like, hey, did you hear that pinballers got the blah, blah, blah pinball machine? Like, I'd be like, no, no man, no. I don't even remember where it is. <laughs> <laughs> it was, a, it was in a big warehouse kind of stuck downtown Austin. Nice. Um, but yeah, no, I was just like, dude, you need to calm down, man. <laughs> if you if you say another word about pinball, I'm gonna pin your balls. Okay, chill. Wow, bro. wow. Oh, <laughs> right, hey, uh, here's some screenshots just for you. Lethal Weapon Three. <laughs> Lethal Weapon Three pinball, man. I didn't see this turtles pinball while I was there, but uh, does uh, Danny Glover say that he's getting too old for this? Uh, no, it's all just you know, it is what it is. But that's the name of it. It's downtown. Um, okay. Yeah, it's pretty nice. Uh, so that's what I did last night. But okay. uh, you know what I'm doing this morning, Chris? I'm going to talk about bad zombie movies. <laughs> Why don't you tell the people what we watched? We watched... <clears throat> <clears throat> Wormwood Apocalypse is a 2021 Australian action horror film directed by Kia Roche-Turner, starring Luke McKenzie, Shante Barnes-Cohen, Jake Ryan, Bianca Brady, and Jay Gallagher. It is a sequel to 2014's Wormwood. Road of the Dead. Oh, well, I just Wikipedia says Wormwood. Yeah, so. I think it was like Wormwood, and then when they exported it, they added the subtitle. Yeah. Yeah, let's uh, let's get some facts out of the way. So over on IMDb, uh, the blurb reads, In a zombie-infested Australian wasteland, Soldier Reese has dedicated his life to tracking and capturing survivors for the Surgeon General in hopes of finding a cure. <laughs> okay, uh, 5.4 out of 10 stars. With just with about three thousand ratings, uh, me unweighted mean five point five. Uh, yeah, that's about right. Uh, twenty four point four percent of the votes coming in at a six. Over on Rotten Tomatoes, check out that screenshot. Uh, it has got eighty seven percent fresh with twenty three critic reviews and a fifty one percent audience score. This thing's actually on Metacritic with a sixty two meta score and a five point two user score. Generally favorable on Metacritic. Not what I anticipated. Not what I anticipated. Uh, and then rounding it out with Letterboxd, which has the exact same blurb, 
Uh, it is sitting at 2.9 out of five stars. That's a 5.8? Four, yeah, 5.8. 5.8, yeah. yeah. Talk, talk to me about Google users. I know you really want to. Uh, 72%. 72%. Okay. Uh, so this is, we. if you're tuning in for the first time, you're like, oh, I liked War and Apocalypse, or, or just, I don't know why you clicked on this one, but you did. Uh, we did review Wormwood Road of the Dead a uh, month or so ago. Uh, let me pull up the exact episode number for you. By the way, Wormwood Road of the Dead, mm-hmm. 6.2. 6.2. Still. Nice. So. Uh, we Yeah, we recorded it. It was re- episode 170, released back on July 3rd, 2023. Um, this is episode 181, so just about 11, 10, 11 episodes ago. I'm not sure how many live shows were in there. I remember us liking the first one, like Road of the Dead. I remember I remember liking it. I think you liked it as well. I didn't like re-listen to the podcast because much like I don't expect anyone else to listen to the podcast, I don't listen either. Mm. Uh, but is that is that right? Like you, we enjoyed the first one uh, uh, for what for, it was? For a zombie movie, yeah. For a zombie movie with for some me. Australian humor. Yeah. For me, yeah. for a zombie movie, it was fun. Why don't you, this was, so both of these were kind of suggested at the same time mm-hmm. from from uh, from one listener. He, they had, I think they were the same person who, who uh, recommended Machines of Man. Is that what it was called with the robots? I think so. I, th- I think they're an they're an Aussie or a Kiwi or something. Yeah, I think they're a Kiwi. So they've they've hit us with a couple of really good ones, and then this. So let's see. <laughs> is this their first strike, Chris? Or did you like it? What did you think? Uh, I'm going to describe this movie in one word. Okay. Grime. Ooh. I felt that's a good word. Dirty watching this movie, not like dirty like i'm handcuffed to a bedpost or something dirty is in like i needed to take a shower like mm. I, I felt like while i was watching it i was like is can i pause this and shower can i do it now um and i think maybe that's from what i remember the first movie i think that that, that grime was less a stylistic choice and more of effect of the like the budget Right, the fact that they were they were set up a zombie power technical in like six hours, like that was pretty neat. Sure. Um, like their their body armor, their weapons, like you know, very resourceful individuals for the zombie apocalypse. I remember us both saying, "Finally, a zombie yeah. movie where they put like clothes and padding on so they don't get bit." Yeah, right. Yeah. Um, this movie, I almost feel like as if the 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 movie title should have been reversed. Like I feel like the first one should have been called Apocalypse. Uh, and this one should have been called Road Warriors of the Dead. Warriors uh, of the Dead. I, I, are they allowed to use the word Road Warrior I felt, at that point? I felt very... I, like, we got Mad Max vibes from the first movie. Of course. Like, like this one was definitely oozing Mad Max, especially the later movies where, like, how society is kind of adjusted yeah. to, I, to the situation. It's definitely got Mad Max aesthetics. But I don't. I don't feel like the plot. Like maybe, no, no, maybe no. the setting. Maybe just the, the setting. Just yeah. the vibes. Like how. Yeah. Like so in Fury Road. I don't remember the guy's name. Um, the bad guy. Yeah. Who, who was toe cutter in the first movie? Right. Right. Like how how he's built a society around the situation. Right. Like he's their god. He takes them to Valhalla. Um, he controls the water and the milk, whatever, right? And right. in the same vein, like, and he also has like people that go out and capture blood bags. Well, that's kind of like, like I said, it's not the same plot, but it's very no. much the same vibe where sure. the government or who the remnants or whoever, uh, the enclave, that's what I'm going to call them, um, has these bunkers and they have soldiers and these soldiers go out and they capture people under the the pretext of trying to find a cure. 
That's what the blurb says, right? But as you dig deeper into the movie, once again, as it, the thing about zombie movies is they're they're not necessarily about the zombies. What they are is about how society functions when there's no quote unquote order. As we spoiled it at the beginning of the podcast, and we'll go ahead and give a spoiler one, three, two, one. There's just deception all the way around. It, nothing is as it seems. There's people who hide the fact that they've been bitten by zombies, and it's just it's a mess. And it's just like Fury Road, or not necessarily like Fury Road, but just like any of the Mad Max movies. It's just organized chaos. You break sure. down at any moment. You know the people who are quote unquote in charge quite possibly are the real monsters. Yeah. So, I mean, that's just the vibe I got. Not like I said, I don't. It has nothing to do with the plot of any of the Mad Max movies or Road Warrior. Right. Right. Just well, very I, I much. You. Just, just very much like that vibe where we've we've adapted to the post-apocalyptic society. I mean, like Fallout's a great example of how two hundred years in the after the 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 Great War. Right. You know, we've established the way the world works. Um, and this is not 200 years so no it's only maybe a month or two it feels like less than a year yeah i i I agree with all your points i understand them at the very least but i didn't hear whether or not you liked it in your initial opinion there uh i think the 5.4 is probably more than accurate okay okay so i'm 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 lukewarm to the reception or my my reception movie is lukewarm i I'm going to take a harsher stance, Chris. I'm going to take a harsher stance. Um, (laughs) I'm really glad you used the word grime because I was actually having a a really hard time narrowing down the exact words for how this movie presents itself and how it makes you feel as you're watching it. And grime is a, man, grime is a great word. Uh, Every once in a while, I think, man, we'll just replace Chris. No one will care. And then you do something (laughs) like this. It's great. Uh, (laughs) uh, I'm clever. you, You are very clever. Yes, sir. I, I feel like there's too much grime, like just too much. How do you kidnap people? Okay, so let's pretend you're a soldier, a corporal, I think they called him, and you capture people, seemingly innocent people, to be experimented on in some way against their will for a possible cure. Now, you don't know that they're killing those people. You assume they're not, right? But how do you assume that when the person who is experimenting on them shows up Every time you bring new people in and he's covered in the classic like plastic rubber gloves, right? Like uh, suit biohazard suit, yeah. biohazard suit and covered in blood, like just covered in blood. How does that even make you like, how do you justify any of that? I had a real hard time with this guy's eventual like, oh, they're killing people. Now I'm going to be on the good guy's side. And I'm like, no, dude, like you knew that all along, you idiot. Uh, you're just in denial. I don't think they spent a lot enough time on that. I feel like if he had turned, not turned into a zombie, but if he had turned and been like, oh yeah, no, I'm actually on their side. Of course I knew they were killing people the whole time. I feel like that would have been, I don't know, a better plot. I'm not sure. It, the movie also assumes you've seen the first movie. There is zero exposition. There is zero, there's zero mention of how things work. Like they are, they are using zombies to power their vehicles, but doesn't explain that they have to because of X, Y, and Z. Yeah. It doesn't have to be like a full-blown scene like we had in the first movie, obviously, but you should bring people up to speed, especially because like what the first one released in 2014. Yeah, 2014. And this one released in 2021. And that's that's locally, like in Australia or what have you. So who, who knows streaming, getting it over here, there might be a different, different sure. gap. But when you have a seven-year gap between movies, 
it's not like they just did a part one and part two and released them six months apart. You know what I mean? Like you can't, I don't know. They did, the movie did not do a good enough job of bringing somebody new on board. I think when, like a, a counterpoint to that, I, we have often discussed thing. We have often discussed movies and shows where they do a great job world building without, mm-hmm. without the exposition. Sure. Right. And I feel like all there had to be was a throwaway line when, when like when he goes in there to like, um, wake them up in the morning yeah. so he can get his stuff ready to go. Right. Yeah. Like it, it maybe it's cause he's by himself and there's like, it's just, they're trying to like, you know, world build on the fly, sure. but just like the, just the, the fact that there wasn't a throwaway line or like maybe even a checklist, like gas, like something about the gas in the first movie, they like, they figure it out because right. there's, you know, they, there's an explosion or whatever. Uh, but all they had to do in this movie is be like, I hate like these gas bags. Like I hate it when I run out of fuel, just something Something. like, you know, just, but they don't really do it. I I wonder Um, someone who hadn't seen the first movie, if it would be obvious that the zombies were powering things like right away, like how soon before you go, Oh, he, cause he tries to feed it to make it produce the gas. To wake it up. Yeah. Yeah. Like you kind of, you can kind of get it, but I just feel like, and I knew obviously coming from the first film, we watched it, just a you know a couple months ago, I, I still felt like I was like, man, I feel like I would be t- more lost if I hadn't seen the first movie. And that's just I don't know. It's not a good. I, I want to say it's not good filmmaking, but I feel like that's a bigger indictment than I than I'm wanting to give. <laughs> uh, I disagree with the five point four. Oh. I th- I think it's a solid four. Mm, okay. Solid four. Um, I think that the plot's all over the place. I think the zombie makeup is fantastic. The zombies themselves look great. They don't explain like they kind of mention that she's a hybrid, but they like there's they're just they ask a lot of the viewer to just get on board. And and like you know, a lot of times I appreciate a B movie that does that, or just a movie in general that does that. But in this case, I felt like it was like a lot. It was like, yes, uh vehicles are powered by zombies. We're not gonna tell you that, but you're gonna figure it out through context. Uh yes, uh this guy's kidnapping people who are innocent, but he doesn't see himself as a bad guy. Like, uh th- yes this person is is uh looking for a cure but he's like ripping brains out of survivors and like there's multiple of them in different places and they're all evil like it was like way too much of a conspiracy oh and then hey she's a hybrid zombie how do you make a hybrid zombie like you have to explain that is this some yeah. blade situation you know what i mean like i feel like i feel like using the word hybrid makes the brain go in a lot of different ways. Sure. <laughs> you got to yeah. explain it. So I just felt like there was a lot of leaps. Now the action is good. The actors do a good enough job for sure. Uh, like I, I, I have no, I have no complaints about any of that. I, I have one complaint about what's his, what's his face. I know he became a zombie at the end of the last movie, but was it Benny? Mm-hmm. Um, not being there. I miss Benny. Benny was great. Well, he, um, he, I'm pretty sure he got a bullet in his head. <laughs> no, he was a zombie at the end of the last yeah. movie. I thought, yeah, yeah, yeah. But they kill him. Did they? They oh, killed I him. Re- I don't yeah. recall because he um, he's like, I got a boomerang under the oh yeah the car here yeah, and then he does this heroic thing and then dies. So. Yeah, I I could have sworn like in the last like scene or something he was a zombie. Um, I'm checking Wikipedia. Nope, don't don't see it mentioned. Uh, regardless, I feel like it's just asking too much of the viewer and not. It's de- it delivers some good zombie action in an interesting world, and the zombies are a little bit different. But it asks too much to get there. I don't feel like the I don't I feel like the ba- balance is quite there. 
Sure. I liked the first one quite a bit. For somebody who doesn't watch a lot of horror, we've I've seen I've seen my fair share of zombie movies. I liked the first one. I think it's a solid six and a half. Uh, this one just just falls short. It just falls short, in my opinion. Okay, um, sure. We we talked about this maybe briefly when we reviewed Road of the Dead, but they were originally going to do a TV series or mini series sequel, mm-hmm. as opposed to a full blown movie. And they they released like a little trailer for it. They announced that like pretty soon after the first movie came out, like maybe a year later. And obviously, that never came to fruition. Do you get the impression that this is the leftover pieces of what? Like, if they had made this a eight episode miniseries, you'd have a lot more time. Maybe I wouldn't have a lot of those complaints where it feels like they're just pushing by to get to these big set pieces or what have you. I do mean, you feel like that's what it is? Or do you think this was wholly original and just maybe, I mean, maybe the plot, but it's, it's fairly continuous. Yeah. Or, or contiguous. Like, I feel like it is definitely a self-contained. The, I mean, the only part that really doesn't make a whole lot of sense, like in terms of how it fits into the plot is yeah. the, the, the nieces. Sure. Like, I mean, the beginning of the movie opens up with one of them being bit by Brooke, right? Right. And like, and, and you're like, okay, where did they find these people? Where did they come from? How do they know that, how does, how do they know that Uncle Benny trusted them? Yeah. Like, I mean, obviously they, they might've explained it to him, but like Benny never explains to Brooke and, um, whatever homeboy's name is, who they like, oh yeah, I've got some nieces in sydney or whatever there might have been a throwaway line but it would have been very quick and yeah yeah. and maybe that's what the miniseries was supposed to explain is them you know encountering these girls yeah no i I think i think my big problem with reese is that like (laughs) yeah even in the post-apocalypse right like if you're just a delivery boy which is what he is sure yeah if you're going out there capturing people against their will Right, like against their will, and right. you, and you never see these people again. Yeah, like it, it's it, it's not a situation where like you're the transporter. You know, you're you not. Just, you take um, the package from point A yeah, to point B. You don't you, know what it is. You don't never care. look in the box because it's not your job, right? Right. But like you're the one that's delivered. That's your job. And so he just never looks in the barrels ever. Come on, man. Like <laughs> I just I I me personally, and maybe it's different, right? Because we all deal with stresses differently. I'd, wear, I'd probably wear more neck protection if I were him. Um, oh, sure. But, yeah, turtlenecks all around, right? At yeah, the very least. A, a, gor- a gorget, just constantly, <laughs> just right here. Just an um, ascot. Yeah. Well, a gorget is the detachable armor piece. No, no. Just, um, I'm just on an ascot. I'm uh, light ooh, armor. Ooh, I got to run. Like a, like a Teflon ascot? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I just, no, I just want to just want to look like Freddie Prince Jr. <laughs> as much like as possible. Th- is it weird that Freddie Prince Jr. played a character named Fred? I don't want to talk about it. I'm just upset that Shaggy so is didn't that what play we're, Shaggy. Is that what we're doing for our, this October? <laughs> Scooby-Doo movies? Scooptober. No. Um, <laughs> Scoob! No, I just, I feel that, like, his arc just, like you said, it it just doesn't make a whole lot of sense. Like, and they're just, like, okay with it? Like, I mean, yeah, look, Brooke and Barry have probably done some stuff. Oh yeah. yeah. Right? Like no doubt. Absolutely. But he just they're just like I mean, and if I if I'm forgetting a line, maybe we're like after this, you know, we're gonna kill you or whatever. Maybe that happened and I just don't remember it. But I just yeah. I have a feeling that, you know, he's like, I can get you in and they're like, Cool. And that's it, right? Like we're yeah. just gonna yeah. you ruined a bunch of you you are a party to you're an accomplice like, mass murder. Oh yeah. And it's just yeah. like, well, we forgive that. Yeah. Also, I don't think she controlled enough zombies in this episode. 
or this movie. Yeah, in this movie, yeah. I, yeah, I, no. I don't feel like she expanded on that power enough. Like when they're like about to attack that bunker. Well, she did like have the zombies that were in the bunker strapped yeah. up. Right? I mean, I just Freezing I have a, guns and stuff. I just have a feeling. Me, if I was yeah. a hybrid zombie queen, mm-hmm. I would mm-hmm. just organize all the zombies in the area. You're a queen, and you just be do, their queen in your own right, and just be one, and just do one big attack, right, yeah. for a distraction. But and also like wait till nighttime. Yeah, where the zombies <laughs> are all stronger, and yeah. they don't have gas bags anymore. Like they can't shoot that gun at night. But maybe they they lock down like hardcore at nighttime. I yeah. guess they would have to. Who knows? Yeah, there's there's just a lot, and the, yeah, Reese. If they'd spent a bit more time, where like like he had to have known, right? And he, like whether or not he wanted to admit it to himself, he's like, no, like it, I guess it just didn't delve on it. Like I'm I'm assigning a lot more agency to the character than is shown in this film. Like I'm like I'm making these these leaps of kind of storytelling logic that have to be there, but there's no hint of them whatsoever in the actual film. So yeah, all in all, the first movie. I'd recommend it. This one, I'd skip it. Unless they make another one and this is like required watching or something like that. Even then, ah, I don't see that happening. Um, Yeah, I would would definitely skip it. I mean, the props are neat. Like, say what you want about like the movie itself, but I feel like set design. Oh, yeah. Camera works okay. Some of the cinematography, you know, whatever. But all the props, costuming, it's all pretty good. Oh, the makeup, like makeup artists in this. Like, yeah. I mean, for when we have The Walking Dead just doing season after season of zombie makeup. So for, for me to look at this B-movie from 2021 and be like, or this low-budget independent film, whatever you want to call it, and be like, oh, yeah, that looks good. I mean, it, 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 it does mean something, right? It's not, it could, it's easy to be lazy with this type of costuming. And I, I think they really, they did a good job. They did a real good job. So the costume designer for this movie was a Tracy Rose Spark. Okay. Um, what else has she done? X-Men. Oh, okay. Uh, Origins Wolverine. Well, <laughs> you know. Uh, but just a, like uh, Nazi killer magic. It's a made-for-TV movie. Just a bunch of stuff. 36 different credits for costume designer. Yeah. And she's part... Well, I'm sorry. She was part of the costume department, I guess, for... For those many movies, yeah. Gotcha. Um, but still, pretty. She neat. was costume designer for a short film, a twenty-four minute film called "The Last Zombie." A beautiful young girl gives a zombie boy a second chance at life. Now she must save him before her crazy ex circus family, crazy ex circus family led by Big Daddy, hunt him <laughs> down in "The Last Zombie." Yeah. Okay. okay. Oh snap! There's a Mass Effect character on this movie. Yeah. Uh, Jacob Taylor. Was one of the visual effects people. Nice. Uh, uh, regard back see. going back, like uh, she did a great job. Yeah. Uh, and and when I say the movie, like when we talk bad about a movie, there's I don't think any of the actors did anything wrong. I don't think the, the directors necessarily did anything wrong. Uh, I think it's just sometimes all the parts don't fit in the way that they had hoped for, and that's okay. That's that's the process or what have you. I think the only person to do anything wrong was the asshole who recommended this film. <laughs> it's just a miss. You know, they, they, no, no, no. They, 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 got they can't three. all be, they can't all be bangers. Is it a miss? It's a miss. Did you have an idiot of the movie? Well, I mean, it's the doctor and the, yeah. the, the, the Colonel in charge of the thing or whatever. Like, it's just, you know, I, I don't like, I don't know again. I just don't know, but I do know that in the most recent pandemic that we had, there were a bunch of morons, the most a, bunch recent. Of, a bunch of idiots who just didn't do the most basic 
steps. And when they got sick, some of them just didn't tell anybody or just didn't care. And it's like, it's possible that they may have died or they may have led to the deaths of other people. And I just, me personally, if I'm in a zombie apocalypse and I get bitten by a zombie, I don't want to be around to cause any more problems. I'm just going to kill myself. Like, yeah. Let's cut that idiot. Let's cut that audio. Mm. In a zombie apocalypse, I don't want to be a problem. I'm just, I'm just going to take myself out of the equation. Oh no, I'm leaving both takes in. <laughs> I want you to know, Chris, you wouldn't have to do that because yeah. I'm here for you. Oh yeah, I'm looking forward to it. <laughs> to just being able to be there for you in your time of need. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Like, if you're sure. a bite hider, if you if you had COVID and you didn't tell anybody, you got sick. Like, like, uh, is is every zombie movie from here on out just going to be? an allegory for <laughs> maybe like because we watched a film uh pretty early on this is a long time ago i don't remember pandemic um, pandemic right? by uh by mr john suits the second best director we've ever uh, mm. had the privilege of watching <laughs> um what's he up to these days i'm gonna look, <laughs> we'll look him up i'm gonna we'll look him up while you're doing that yeah yeah no we we watched that and that, that kind of comes up as well i think that was a better zombie movie or better at showing the society trying to rebuild itself i would say pandemic metaphors and and whatnot aside i would have to agree any of the film is probably the colonel because he had the opportunity to stop all of this but i guess he was also a bite hider like yeah. i don't know man like just horrible well they're mainlining zombie brain they are mainlining zombie <laughs> brain. Just, just injecting it directly into their nasal cavities like it's a it's a bit much it is a bit much um i have a <sighs> a one-star review i wanted to share christopher all right this is from IMDb. It's a one out of 10. And it, is, it's, it looks longer than it is. It's been over a decade since the original Wormwood Road of the Dead. So this sequel really needed to be self-contained. Oh, six years, decade, okay. Unfortunately, it's not a standalone movie. It just picks straight up where after the first wrapped up. So it's confusing from the opening frame without any context. Shame because the 2014 release broke new ground for an Australian apocalyptic nightmare zombie scenario. There's too many words in there are capitalized. Uh, one of the upsides of this franchise is the number of First Nations peoples, people, actors hired. More Aussie movies should follow their lead. Thumbs up. Uh, for what it's worth, one word is a biblical reference to the beginning of the end of Final Judgment Day. Uh, the iconic Aussie sense of humor is present in both movies, along with heavy doses of violence, gore, and horror. Uh, this is not for the scre- squeamish. Jay Gallagher is back as Barry, a man who had to take a nail gun to his own wife and child over a decade ago. I I think this guy just doesn't remember when the first movie came out. Well, so Um, this movie, like this movie was released February 22. The first one, September 2014. So doesn't understand the concept of time. No, he does not. (laughs) Uh, Bianca Bradley returns as his hybrid sister, Brooke, complete with the superpower of zombie control. She's a weapon. Uh, that's not a complete sentence. The infamous dancing while he experiments doctor, played by uh, Baron Schwert, is replaced by the surgeon, uh, Nicholas Boshier, as he does his best to channel evil Hugo Weaving. Unfortunately, Leon Burchill isn't back as hilarious. Benny, even the umbilical brothers, David Collins, gets his role as, quote, Keith Headboom. Uh, in a slightly corny movie, Luke McKenzie is back as the twin of the captain. We didn't even talk about that, how Reese is the twin of the guy they killed at the end of the last movie. Yeah. Uh, if low budget zombie infested Australian wastelands are your thing, then get on board, but do yourself a favor and watch the first in the series first, blah, blah, blah. So why I picked this one, Christopher, mm-hmm. uh, they put one out of 10 
and then praised the movie a bunch. <laughs> they they said some things. They 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 had some complaints, some that I agreed with. But why are you putting one out of ten and then giving a review that's a solid four, five, six? Because it's just you know it's it's, just bait. we're the we're the only people who can that have the ability to have nuance. Is that it? I get it. Must be. Are we the uh, we're the sci-fi <laughs> nuance guys? Is that what it is? Maybe I just like the, like I don't think any movie we've ever watched or show has actually been a one out of ten. I think, in my opinion, the absolute lowest form of filth was probably Alien Warfare, and I'm pretty sure I gave that thing like a three and a half. I love that I movie. Just, Solid I just, eight. I just uh, uh, I like I just. Like even the room at its worst is a like that's a one, right? Just because it's got terrible direction, terrible acting, terrible director, mm-hmm. you know, odd voice dubbing, you know, nice doggy. Um, Biopunk was probably the lowest rated one of recent of like this season. The short film with Hodor in it. Yeah, I think that might be it. I think that might be the absolute worst thing that we've ever watched. At like, least this season. Yeah, I'm looking. Back. I mean, we've watched a lot. Um, we have released quite a bit yeah i'm yeah. Uh, i'm pulling up the old i'm pulling up the list here just like, for my own curiosity like even, even artemis fowl a movie that i despised isn't <laughs> yeah. a one out of ten like it just based on its it's accomplishments least, alone right? Right? Um, let's see i'm looking through things we hated obviously you mentioned artemis fowl already we didn't like some things we just didn't care for like cursed or project power wasn't okay angels fallen would that be a one out of ten? He's trying really hard to say no. Uh, I mean, as a science fiction adventure movie, yes. As a comedy, no. <laughs> Fair enough. Fair enough. Okay, and that—that's like through our first twenty-five episodes yeah. or so. But so I think that I, might have been the like that was an interesting man. Was that weird? Like, if oh, anyone man. can find anything redeeming about Angels Fallen. Sci-fi wise guys at gmail.com. Yeah, please. Right. And if please. and if you're redeeming and if the one thing that you you can find is redeeming is that you get to check out a chick's breasts. That's not redeeming. Don't not email redeeming me. At all. Yeah. <laughs> Don't email me at all. Yeah. Oh my God. Oh, there it is. There's my one out of ten. So my only one out of ten is the beyond. Mm. Yeah. A movie that I had forgotten about. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry to bring that back up. <laughs> I didn't realize that we watched we watched Pacific Rim, Bl- the Black, WandaVision, uh, and then the Beyond, and then kicked back with S- the Snyder Cut and just and like Justice League content, and then watched the one that one time we got tricked into watching a a, a TV show that wasn't even sci-fi. Yeah, it's uh, it was just this up and then yeah. straight down, Un- and then undulating. Right <laughs> That's the quality of those yeah. episodes were. That's nuts. Um, and then Tom and Jerry. Okay, so season <laughs> season one was interesting. All right. Um, if you have other suggestions for independent films or or television shows or what have you. Uh, that are science fiction or science fiction adjacent, let us know. Uh, we're on social media at sci-fi wise guys, or as Chris mentioned, sci-fi wise guys at gmail.com. We'd appreciate it. Stay healthy, stay hydrated, and don't be a bite hider. Don't be a bite hider. <laughs> Just don't do it. Just t- like, I'm sorry you got to die, but sad. go out, take as many zombies with you as you can. Exactly. Yeah. Thanks guys. Yeah. Bye.
the motorcycle going by my, I did. my door. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. That's new. Thanks for that, guys. Yeah, appreciate that. That made it in the pod. That's one way to get on our podcast. Yeah. Find out where we live. Drive by on the right day. In a With very an obnoxiously loud vehicle, loud vehicle yeah. <laughs>